Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Erica Carbajal, and today we're joined by Dr. Terry Dolan. Dr. Dolan is the Chief Dental Officer at Overjet. Dr. Dolan, thank you so much for being on today. Oh, thank you. It's my great pleasure. Absolutely. Can you share just a bit more about your role and background before we get started here? Absolutely. So as the Chief Dental Officer at Overjet, I've been in this role for a little over a year, and um, I provide uh, clinical leadership uh, to our Overjet team. We have a a fairly large clinical team uh, that works with our multidisciplinary group of engineers and scientists and sales and marketing uh, individuals. Uh, and we all work together to develop these really innovative products that uh, serve both our payer and provider communities. Yeah, super interesting background and role. So excited to be talking about AI and dentistry today. So just to kind of you know open up the conversation, give us an overview of how artificial intelligence is being used in dentistry today. Absolutely. So we we sometimes think that this AI or artificial um, intelligence is new to dentistry when in fact it's been used uh, for quite a long time and probably behind the scenes without people really um, being that aware of it. So if I think about some common examples of how it's been used for a while, we think about CAD CAM or digital dentistry and digital dentistry workflows where we've used technology to scan um, uh, teeth and, and to fabricate uh, crowns and bridges, uh, milling crowns and bridges, all of that work uh, behind the scenes is supported by uh, very sophisticated technology that uses AI and crown design. Um, if I think about um, aligner therapy for orthodontic treatment, same idea. It takes lots of data points that are collected as part of a clinical examination and then uses that data to uh, predict tooth movement as part of orthodontics and all of that underpins um, the orthodontic aligner treatment planning. Um, we think about patient scheduling and patient management. And again, a lot of that uh, takes into account lots of data, aggregates it, analyzes it, and helps our front offices uh, do their work more efficiently and effectively. So when I think about Overjet, the real opportunity with Overjet is that it helps our clinical teams use their diagnostic information that we see in our 2D radiographs and collects that information uh, from practice management systems, integrates it for us, uh, displays clinical findings in a way that makes it easier for the clinicians and the dental team to be more accurate, precise, efficient, and patient-centric in the way they diagnose care. And so there's really lots of exciting different applications um, in dentistry. And, and I think, um, you know, this is just the beginning and I would expect to see a lot of more, even more interesting uh, applications moving forward. Yeah, some really interesting points there. And it's so many uses of AI already that we might not traditionally have thought about as, as being AI, especially, you know, around... I know you mentioned aligners for orthodontic treatment and um, patient scheduling, of course, as well, but lots of uses already. And Dr. Dolan, next, can you talk about any of the misconceptions that, that you might hear around AI or AI and dentistry? Well, so as you know, there's lots of discussion about AI, It's uh, especially with the launch of ChatGPT and uh, generative AI technologies that 
uh, it, it's gotten lots of media coverage and lots of uh, conversations in lots of communities, the academic education community, the clinical practice community. Um, and so, uh, of course, dentists might be thinking, well, you know, how does this impact me and in my work? And probably one of the biggest misconceptions is that Overjet or other AI tools will put dentists or the dental team members out of work, which we know is certainly not true. Um, in fact, um, the positive side of uh, using these technologies is that it can really make our work more efficient, um, easier, more fun. Uh, and so there's lots of positive outcomes uh, from the adoption of technology. But I do think dentists worry a little bit about, you know, will this put me out of work? Um, the American Dental Association has been paying attention to that. And so they've made a really important distinction. You know, what's the difference between artificial intelligence and maybe what we would call augmented intelligence? And so in this case, AI isn't, is not a replacement for dental professionals. Um, but rather it's a tool or a technology that enhances our skills and abilities. And so I think that's a common misconception and we work hard at Overjet to make sure that that distinction is clear. Sure, such a critical distinction and one that we're hearing more and more industries um, or you know, groups such as the American Dental Association come out and, and, and you know, sort of ease some of the, some of the concerns around that and Dr. Dolan, I know you work with a lot of dental schools. So how are they, how are you seeing them prepare for the future? Yeah, thank you for asking. And I didn't mention this in my background, but before joining Overjet, um, I spent 24 years um, working at the University of Florida College of Dentistry as a professor and then uh, later as dean of the college. And so um, dental schools um, are working hard always to stay up with the latest technology and of course working to offer the best education to their dental students. And so uh, many universities in general have campus-wide initiatives exploring AI uh, in a multidisciplinary way. So their colleges of engineering or, or medicine, uh, science in general are, are really um, doing good, important scientific and ethical work um, uh, looking at AI technologies, um, but dental schools in particular, um, you know, are facing some challenges uh, these days. I mean, the impact of COVID on their ability to provide a robust um, clinical education for their students, uh, faculty shortages, all of these things challenge dental schools. And so many of them are looking at new ways to uh, integrate technology in a way that either supports um, the clinical education for their students, uh, maybe uh, allows them to use faculty time and, and uh, expertise in different ways. And so I think about uh, some new schools that are opening up that are clearly um, focused on how to best integrate technology, um, including uh, Overjet's technology, uh, into their clinical programs, how to use it um, in, in their teaching programs. Uh, we have a, a pilot going on right now at the University of Florida College of Dentistry, which has been really interesting to me where we are uh, giving students the opportunity to um, use our AI technology. They look at dental x-rays with and without the assistive technology. And we're finding that uh, one, they adjust really well and they really like using the technology. And two, 
by having that digital assist and, and training their eye to look for common clinical findings, they're actually learning faster and more effectively. So I think there's lots of interesting opportunities to uh, continue to uh, integrate technology, uh, including OverJed's technology, into the dental curriculum, the student's educational experience, to really, you know, with the goal, of course, of graduating the most competent, uh, well-prepared uh, dentists and dental hygiene students uh, to go out in the workforce and, and provide high-quality care to their patients. Yeah, some really interesting uses are with that, that pilot program at the University of Florida. It's interesting to hear how, how you know, dental students are going to be learning now and really just sounds like so many opportunities for flexibility when it comes to clinical training and freeing up faculty to do different things. So thanks for sharing all that. And Dr. Dolan, I know you were recently invited by the CDC to contribute to a discussion about dental medical integration. So is, is that the next frontier? Yeah, I'd say absolutely. Although when I think about it, I mean, my education uh, started at the University of Pennsylvania, you know, almost uh, like 40 years ago. And even at that time, well ingrained in the dental school curriculum was the importance of oral health to overall health and well-being. So in some ways, I think that this is not a new concept. And, you know, I think uh, dentists and dental hygiene students have been educated to that importance, you know, you know for many, many, many years. But um, we know that our healthcare systems kind of operate in independent silos. And I think with technologies, we are now appreciating the opportunity to better integrate patient data, you know, whether it's someone's level of inflammation or gum disease in their mouth with, say, diabetes and uh, how well controlled their um, glycemic levels are. Um, because this, these data now exist in electronic health records, there really is an opportunity to better integrate that data and to take a more holistic view of a person's health and then, um, and then work more closely so that if I have a patient, say, in my dental chair who has uh, chronic inflammatory processes and, and I know they're a diabetic, um, I can work with their um, physician providers, uh, their medical providers, and we can work together to see, you know, maybe if uh, I provided some periodontal therapy, did some scaling and replaning, some patient education uh, to improve their oral health, most likely that's going to result in better glycemic control and less complications related to diabetes. So I and and now that we have more integrated healthcare systems, um, and you know this is a constant evolution, but I do see that this is where um, healthcare delivery is headed. Uh, that's more patient centric, more uh, integrated. I think there's a much better opportunity for the medical and dental teams and to really take a whole health perspective and provide care that really benefits the patient in a in a more holistic fashion. And Dr. Dolan, I'm glad you mentioned that because I think it's such a, a critical part of the discussion in terms of how do we actually start to integrate and work better together, not operate in silos when it comes to, you know, dental and, and overall health, because we continue to see so many studies and there is such a recognition of the importance of oral health on someone's overall well-being and, and the rest of, of their health. So such a, such a critical component there. And for a dentist or dental group that's starting to think about AI, 
do you have any any advice or thoughts for them? Yeah, yeah, I have a, a few thoughts. Um, you know, one, you know, I hope uh, the fun part of being a health professional is that, you know, we should have this curious mind, this commitment to continuous learning. And, and I would just say stay current on not just the dental science, but all the new technologies and products that are coming to the marketplace. Um, I've never seen so many transformational changes impacting dentistry in general, you know, say in the past five to 10 years, as in the first, you know, 20 to 30 years of my career. So it's really an exciting time to be in dentistry. And, and then I'd say, don't, you know, be open-minded. Don't be afraid of the technologies. Be informed about the technologies. There's some really fun and cool stuff out there. And, you know, and we do have to critically assess how it's going to impact us, our ability to provide better quality care, how it can impact and benefit our patients. But there's lots of opportunities to make our work life better, easier, more enjoyable, more fun, less eye strain because we have computer vision helping us, uh, making sure we're accurately and precisely um, diagnosing common clinical findings on radiographs, for example. So all of that can really make our lives better and more interesting. So I would just encourage people to explore the opportunities to use AI to improve patient care, uh, improve care delivery, um, and, and really harness the power of the data that we collect every day uh, for those purposes. And maybe the last thing I'd say is, you know, take advantage. Um, Overjet, other companies offer the opportunity to, uh, dem you know, learn, uh, see a demo of, the, of our various products. Um, and so be an educated consumer and really explore the, those opportunities and the potential. Dr. Dolan, it's been a pleasure having you on. Really enjoyed your thoughtful, engaging conversation today. Oh, thank you. It's been my great pleasure. And on behalf of the Overjet team, thanks so much for the opportunity to speak with you. Yeah, and we also wanted to thank the podcast sponsor, Overjet. And listeners, you can tune in to more podcasts on our site by visiting beckershealthcare.com slash podcasts.